let's go be a poet That she bad as fuck and she know it He stay, we just get a little closer Blowing tree and sipping some mimosas, yeah Welcome to episode number 55 of the Bad Bitches Losing Weight podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Ronda, the founder of The Honest Way. And I want to talk to you today. I actually had planned on doing something a little bit different with this episode, but I started to journal on this as I normally do. And what came out is what came out. And so I'm trusting that that's what I'm supposed to be sharing with you today. I received a message from one of my clients complaining about an unsupportive husband. Now, I don't know if this is something that you personally struggle with. Odds are, if you clicked on it, you probably just like to listen to this podcast, or maybe this is something that that has been a roadblock for you in your weight loss journey. And I thought this was really important for us to touch on. Admittedly, originally when I decided that, okay, this is her problem, this must be other people's problem, this previously was my problem, put this on the list of things to talk to you about, I was going to come up with like the top three ways of dealing with an unsupportive spouse or something along those lines. Like I was thinking it would be something structurally sort of schedule wise or things that you could do little tips and tricks. And then I realized something that's just trying to navigate an unsupportive spouse and coming up with some sort of tips or tricks or how to handle, how to manage, how to deal with your unsupportive spouse felt kind of gross, felt like 50s to me. And I just really didn't want to go there. That's not like where my heart led me to go. So here's what I really want to say about having an unsupportive spouse. First of all, it fucking sucks, right? It totally fucking sucks when you want more for your life and you feel that your quote partner in life doesn't want that for you as well. Let's just take a moment and really acknowledge, yeah, that fucking sucks. And if you've wanted to make radical change before and you've come to your spouse and asking for support, perhaps you want to invest in a coach like myself, perhaps you want to get a gym membership, whatever it is, and your spouse is not supportive of this, this creates a pattern And where you say, you know what, fuck it. I don't even want to fucking change. But that's not the truth, right? What you really want is a supportive spouse. What you really want is a partner. And what you really want is more for your life. You are just modifying what you think you want to align with your current situation. Here is what I have to say about an unsupportive spouse. I am unavailable for an unsupportive spouse. It's just something that I'm not willing to tolerate. And perhaps to some women that may sound callous or overly simplified. And it's a really complicated situation that I'm making it seem like, oh, well, you're just unavailable for. But I'm telling you right now, I am unavailable for anything less than a supportive spouse. This has not always been the case for me, but this is the case for quite some time now, and nothing truly changed in my life in a radical, meaningful way until I got the backing of my spouse. And really, the only person that needed to change was me. We'll talk about that in a minute. But growing up, I was taught things like, 
I don't know, marriage is just compromise and you're just never really going to be happy, right? And here's the thing. (laughs) It's not really a compromise because if you are like me and odds are you are or you are like a version of the previous Melissa, but I was a codependent. And for newer listeners, I want to share what codependency is because for years I was in denial because I am I feel as though I'm not dependent upon anyone. I felt like a very empowered, progressive woman until I understood what codependency really meant and what it means about having an unsupportive spouse and how that all works together. So here's the deal. I was dependent. My happiness depended upon other people's happiness. Meaning, if someone else wanted something and I didn't, I felt that I had to do that thing for the person solely because I did not want them to be mad at me. I functioned highly on guilt. That was the way I was raised. Everything that my mother ever wanted me to do, she framed it in a way that impressed guilt upon me as a child, and it's just part of who I was. So I was guilted into doing a lot of things, and it actually became so habitual that people didn't even need to guilt me. I already, I self-generated all of this guilt inside of me solely because I just did not want people to be mad at me. So I was always functioning for the benefit of the people around me and not myself, okay? So when you are taught ideas like marriage is compromise and it's a team and all of that, but when you're a codependent, you are prone to meeting your spouse's needs regardless of your happiness. You are prone to tolerating bullshit. Tolerate. Oh my God. If that, the word tolerate could really define my entire 20s. I, you wouldn't believe what I have tolerated in my life solely because of my codependency, because I believed that other people's wants, desires, and quote needs were more important than my own. I was like, fall on the sword, whatever, give you the shirt off my back. No need to treat me right though, and that's okay, right? It was a take, take, take. So if you are taught, like if you believe that marriage is a give and take, really step back and assess, is it a give and take or is it more of a take, take situation? That was a real come to Jesus moment for myself. And I, I promise you, promise you so much. So like people think they're going to click on this podcast and we're going to be talking about how to schedule your fitness around your husband's schedule. Well, fuck that shit, okay? It's bigger than that. This topic is so extremely clear to me. I am just not available for less than an equal partner. Once I made that shift and I required this in my life, It just came to be. Remember that we teach people how to treat us. And I was teaching both of the spouses that I was married to. I'm married to the one now and he's amazing. But I saw patterns and I'm like, wait a minute. My ex-husband is a total POS, right? But my husband now is a really great guy. However, 
I noticed behaviors in my husband that really painfully reminded me of my ex-husband. And I had to really get honest with myself and say, what's the common denominator here? And the common denominator was me. And I was not teaching people how to treat me. I just thought that you should know what I want. And if I tell you I want something, you should just know that I want that. And if you say no, that was sort of like the end of the story. Because with both of my spouses, no matter how much I fucking bitched, no matter how much I talked like I was this independent woman who could handle her fucking shit and she don't need a man and all of that bullshit stories, both of them knew I was fucking bluffing. Know that. I hope right now you feel a little punch in your gut and you're like, fuck, I do that, right? So we scream and we bitch and we whatever, and we feel like we're we're expressing ourselves, but ultimately we're bluffing, right? We don't mean that. We don't mean what we say. We don't mean we're an independent woman. We don't mean, we are going to sit down and let that bullshit happen. We are not going to get our knees met. We're gonna say we want to go to the gym, We're going to say we want to invest in ourselves and our spouse, he or she, whoever your spouse be, if they don't want it, it doesn't happen, right? And that is no way to live, okay? And I haven't lived that way in a long time because like I said, I had a come to Jesus moment and I realized that, um, you know, with my ex-husband, I could use the excuse, right? Like he's a heroin addict. I, I, I could use that excuse and say, you know, well, he behaved that way. But my husband is a fan, my husband that I'm married to now is a fantastic man. And if I can take a piece of shit and a fantastic guy and have them both behave in similar ways, it really, it really came down to me, right? And so the shift that I made was that I just demanded a partnership. And now I have a wonderful one because of that. All of this being said, perhaps you are lacking the confidence to demand a partner that lifts you up and supports you for bettering yourself, okay? So maybe it's like, yeah, that all sounds good, Melissa, that I just demand or that I'm unavailable for less than, but I don't have the confidence to say that, or I I have the confidence for a minute and then I give in, right? Well, know, know that. He or she, if they aren't meeting your needs, if you're coming to them and letting them know what you want and they're not willing to help you with that, they're not being your partner, right? It's an insecurity on both of your parts. So your your spouse doesn't want you to better yourself because they fear that you might better yourself and realize that you deserve better than them right? And that doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to like, you know, get this amazing body and be like, fuck you, buddy, right? That doesn't mean that. Because really, there's a lot of loving, wonderful aspects of your partner. But if you have an insecure partner, none of that matters. Because the feelings that they have inside are fear-based. And often they don't want you to change and better yourself and then leave, right? It doesn't always have to make sense. It doesn't always have to be true to feel scary to ourselves or to the ones we love. And then also there's a lack of confidence on your part, right? 
and I was definitely lacking confidence. I had fear to put my foot down. If I put my foot down, he might want to leave me. Never mind the fact with my ex-husband that I didn't even want to be with him in the first place. So we both settle for the current situation. And I spent so many years wasting away my days wishing that I had the balls to demand more. Lack of confidence causes fear. And we will say we want one thing, but what we tolerate is another. Because there's a fear of not being loved. There's a fear of being alone. And there's a fear of what would people say right? So today, you know, ditch that fucking three tips for dealing with an unsupportive spouse. What I would love for you to do is really take some time to reflect. If you want more for your life, and if you want to better yourself, you should be available for a marriage, for a partnership with someone that you can have this conversation with. And that doesn't necessarily mean that your spouse, your husband or wife has to say, all right, you know, here's your money, go do your thing, you win. That's not what that's about. But it's about coming together and having a conversation about what you really, really want. And, you know, maybe the compromise, like the true, healthy, non-codependent compromise is that you get a set of weights. You know, maybe right now, you know, spending on a coaching program or spending on a gym membership, maybe that's too much, but maybe the compromise can be a set of weights and perhaps your spouse is going to watch the kids for 30 minutes three times a week and take them outside and play catch while you get your workout in. So it doesn't, that's the compromise that, that everyone can live with, but don't, don't get it fucking twisted. Marriage equals compromise does not mean your spouse gets what they want all the time and you are left longing. If you want more for your life, congratulations to you right now for admitting it to yourself and to the universe that you want more, that you want change. And you do not need to feel guilty about that. You need to be inspired, empowered, supported to becoming the best version of yourself. Because what is the alternative? Resentment? You don't want to resent your spouse, right? So I wanted to leave you with that today. If you've been wanting to make change and you're not really getting that support that you want, make sure that you're really showing up in a space that you're not a victim because you have more control. If you are choosing to stay in a relationship because of fear, then you need to understand that you're choosing to stay in that relationship. And I am by no means a relationship expert. I just wanted to share my experience with you because it felt very frustrating to me to not get my needs met. And I never really understood that I taught people how to treat me. I thought there was this magical unsaid thing and people should just know. But the fact of the matter is you really do teach people how to treat you. And you do that by clear and healthy boundaries, by letting people know what your needs are 
and then being firm with them. And firm does not mean you have to lose your shit. It's just, it is what it is. So if you have an unsupportive spouse, perhaps seek the support of a marriage counselor or some books. I love codependency no more. There is a, I'll put a link in the show notes for you. There's a checklist in the book, Codependency No More. It's towards the beginning of the book. And you check off all of the behaviors that you have that are aligned with what it's saying. I was left in tears when I got to the end of the list and I went back and almost everything was highlighted in yellow. And I had to accept the fact that that's who I was. And actually, through that sadness, through figuring out that I was just a victim in my life and I was living for everyone else's happiness, it almost like it was sad. But after that quickly came relief because I had a diagnosis per se of why my life was the way that it was, you know, why I was feeling unfulfilled and resentful. And it was a big eye opener for me. So I will put that link for codependency no more in the show notes for you. And then I will also put the link for the Bad Bitches Losing Weight Facebook group in there for you as well. We have so much going on. We've got monthly challenges, workshops, tons and tons of stuff, and I'd love to have you over there. So this was a little bit of a different episode today, but I hope that you enjoy it. I hope it's what you needed to hear today. And if it is what you needed to hear today, make sure that you seek support of some sort of counselor, grab that book, start somewhere. But if you want more, I want you to have permission to ask for that, okay, without guilt. You guys have an awesome day, and I will see you all later. Thanks for joining me for the Bad Bitches Losing Weight podcast today. As a reminder, in the show notes, I'll put the link for you for the Codependency No More book, as well as the link to the Bad Bitches Losing Weight Facebook community. We have a shit ton going on. Yes, that's an official measurement. (laughs) We have a shit ton going on. We've got a challenge coming up later this month. So it's a five-day healthy habit challenge. If you want to get in that, then just click the link in the show notes to join the community and we'll get you on the list for that. And that's all that I really wanted to share with you today. As always, you know, thank you so much for subscribing to this podcast, to taking a moment to just hit that five-star review button and to say a few nice words and then sharing this podcast with your friends. Really, this is the best way for growth with the podcast. It's such a grassroots method and it's been working so well. So I just wanted to thank you so much for that. And then I will see you here later. No to her bitch face Cause this girl doesn't really fuck with shame Cause she too busy winning this game By a landslide And I can't lie She the type, the type to die living Cause she know, she know that it's more than just existing And the Davis type chick with the hair out All the fuck boys in the back getting scared now But I'm just mesmerized by the starlight in her eyes And I wonder if we can find a ray or two to occupy together Oh lord this must be heaven Queen, 
and king who be reigning forever, but that's just for another day. Right now, I just love the way she moves. Someone might have to resuscitate me, cause I'm full by how she operates. Goddamn, she make it mighty hard to concentrate. I hope that's gonna be a poet. That she bad as fuck and she know it. He stay, we just get a little closer. Blowing tree and sipping some mimosas, yeah. And I hope she mad chill. Damn straight. That she smart as fuck and always keep it real. Hell yeah. That her whole life she done been still with some peace and love that this world needs to heal. Tell her, yeah. And I just want to speak with her, real shit, I just want to dream with her, uh-huh, of course I want to sleep with her, but tell the truth, we probably